Max has been one of the early, I would say, one of the leading projects building on Cardano and focusing on identity. We are really happy to make a tokenization platform for everyone. The blockchain is just in the background. That's how we always operate. We put, try to put the technology in the background and just make it as easy as possible. So for this month's edition of IMX M&A, I'm joined by Tim Brookman, co-founder of IMX, and he also invited Patrick Tobler, CEO of NMaker, and Matteo Coppola, CEO of Fluid Tokens. Why? We are going to be talking about the latest ventures, Finest Investment, which uh, is all about tokenization of real world assets. Remember that all the content on the channel is for informational purposes only. So do your own due diligence on the people, on the project before you decide to invest in anything. And remember that any investment, especially in crypto, have risks. So it's your responsibility, is your money. Make sure you do good research. Now, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube channel, you should subscribe. You are going to miss out amazing interviews that I'm doing every week. And obviously, I would love to have your support because we want our channel to grow, to bring to you more cool interview, more amazing guests, a greater discussion about the future of technology, innovation, everything that is happening in the blockchain and tech space. I'm a big fan of crypto, crypto in a good way. And that's why we only work with projects that we think have got the potential to be successful in the future. Now, let's get into the IMX M&A with Tim, Patrick and Matteo. Hi guys, how are you? Hey Steffi. Hi Steffi. How are you? Yeah, yeah, all good. So, quick intro. Uh, I'm Matteo Coppola. Uh, I'm uh, based in Italy, in Milano, and I'm a software developer with uh, 15 years of experience. Uh, currently the CEO of Fluid Tokens, which is a leading DeFi ecosystem on Cardano, and also co-founder of Finest with uh, Patrick and team, of course. So happy to be here. Yeah, and uh, I'm, I'm Patrick. I'm actually in India at the moment, but normally I'm in Switzerland and I'm the founder of a company called Endmaker and um, yeah, and of course co-founder with uh, Matteo and Tim for Finest as well. Yeah, oh. my name is Tim. You might know me already, Steffi. I'm the co-founder of IMX and happy to have uh, to open a new company together with Endmaker and Fluid Tokens. And today we like to, sh to uh, present you our new baby called Finest.Investments. Fantastic. So, Tim, we were discussing about what we are going to talk in this month's M&A. And I mean, all of you have been really busy with the Cardano Summit. So before we get into your new venture, let's just flesh out a few of the highlights of the Cardano Summit. What did you like? Uh, you know, what was the most exciting things? How you see the community uh, doing? I know, Tim, that you weren't in Dubai, but you throw up big uh, event in Germany. And I don't know what Matteo and Patrick have been up to, but I was in London with uh, uh, some of the London project and community. It was quite cool, actually. 
Yeah, we had, um, there was a big summit in Dubai, which was uh, Patrick and Matteo visited it. And uh, me and my team, we did uh, the summit here in Germany, in Düsseldorf, where we presented some nice speakers. We presented also finest investments to the Deutsche Bank and uh, to another big financial institute, which likes to dive deeper into our project. And uh, yeah, it was a blast. And for us during the summit, the best thing was a WhatsApp from our friend Patrick. So Patrick, why you sent me this WhatsApp? Yeah, um, you know, I, I was in Dubai, of course. And uh, in Dubai, the cool thing was that there was, um, what do you call it, like an award show. And they gave out awards for the best uh, companies in different areas. And there was one award for the best uh, KYC or like digital identity company. And that award actually went to uh, IMX. So I had the honor to uh, actually receive this award. Yeah. I also lost it afterwards. So right now it's somewhere, <laughs> but um, I'm very happy that IMX got this award. They deserve it a lot. Fantastic, fantastic. Matteo, how was the conference for you? It was great as always. And Dubai mood was uh, pretty exciting. A lot of interesting projects. And it was also nice to see that Uh, the whole ecosystem in general in blockchain ecosystem is moving towards some specific use cases, new use cases. And uh, I think Finest is covering one of them. So we are pretty happy to see that the mood is aligned with our, our project. Fantastic. I completely agree. Obviously, assets tokenization is one of the main, it's not just a trend, it's really a use case of blockchain technologies. But I mean, I want to stress again, how good it is to see the Cardano, to have such a vibrant community behind the Cardano project. You know, you don't find it so much in all the other blockchain. Obviously, you have got Bitcoin, but you know, is there a community on Ethereum? Maybe there is, but it's not so strong as the Cardano is so you know i'm quite proud to say and i think that was one of the main takeaway from the cardano summit this year now imx has been uh, uh, one of the earlier i would say one of the leading project building on cardano and focusing on identity and we had different sessions with team you know explaining the pillars of the project and then obviously patrick we then make you have been the asset marketplace can i call it like that it's not just nfts much more than that uh, i would like maybe matteo to tell us a bit about your project so then we can kind of pull all the pieces together and talk about finest investment All right, yes. Uh, my company is called Fluid Tokens and is currently uh, one of the most, most known uh, ecosystems for DeFi on Cardano. And we started uh, one year and a half ago. Uh, we have a full team of uh, technical people mainly, and we are seniors in blockchain development, cloud architecture and more. So what we do is create services that people in the community can freely use, for example, lending, uh, renting and more. And at the same, at the same time, we also offer our development expertise to companies that want to be onboarded in the blockchain space, particularly on Cardano Ethereum. And, uh, and this is what we bring into finest, our knowledge about the technical parts, how to do things and, uh, you know, smart contracts, security and more. Okay. So who want to give me a definition of finance investment and why there are three parties co-founding this project, which is quite unusual. Usually you have one founder that come out with a great idea, but here we have got three parties getting together to build something that is, uh, seems to be the future of uh, assets 
trading, assets creation and uh, transaction as well. Yeah, what I take what you what you know you talked about community and uh, i think like you also already mentioned you know cardano community is quite good connected and you have a lot of really legit builders who know each other and in our um how we started you know it's an equal company so there's not one one boss we're all the same and that's important because we we fit together in this project you need someone who has uh, the technical possibility to build liquidity protocols like fluid tokens you need someone who is minting the assets who knows what kind of infrastructure is needed to launch tokens to mint tokens and as we also like to dive into the big money which is institutional investors we need kind of a compliant building block and the compliance building block is done by IMX and we started our journey together having um, catalyst proposals which is funding proposals and at the end we saw hey we are nearly have uh, we have very equal very similar proposals should we do it together and then Patrick was the one like very often and I'm very thankful for this who called us and said hey guys can you talk to Matteo and Raul uh, Raul is the partner of Matteo and uh, they like to do something together and together is always for me and as long as I've been in Cardano one plus one is three and now we are here with three and three uh, three which means perhaps we are six you know or you know we really have a big impact we are working very fast we have already big efforts you know in real building the marketing will follow now we start the marketing probably end of this week or the next week we just sorted everything out and we are really happy to make a tokenization platform for everyone we start with institution investors because it's a little bit easier but our big target you know and this is for me as a nerd in collector, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit older, but I have a lot of collections. And, um, you know, we talked about a handbag, you know, there are handbags who are like a hundred thousand euros. Why not tokenize a nice Louis Vuitton handbag? Why not tokenize a Rolex watch back from the 80s? Why not tokenize a Formula One car or a smaller old old timer car? This is something what we like to where we like to make uh, our deep dive in, but we start with institutional investors. Okay, so I've got a question here because it's great what you said about tokenizing assets, completely agree with you. Uh, but at the same time, if you are opening the platform to everybody, how do you manage to create liquidity for all these assets they want to get tokenized? Usually, if you are, you know, if you tokenize a real world asset like real estate, everything is very regulated. So there will be an owner of a real estate building like a hotel or whatever. And he says, okay, I like to create 1000 shares out of this real estate property. And then you as a client are okay. I know this building is very nice. I know the building and now I can get a share for 10,000 euro, perhaps even higher shares. If it's a big building, 100,000 euro. But you know, if the owner is selling it again, he will sell the shares for minimum 200,000 euro. So you will double your, your investment. So the liquidity for this investment will in the first, on the first view will come from the people liking to buy real world assets, which can be private persons 
or institutional investors. Okay, Matteo, do you want to maybe add something on how, you know, perhaps with your expertise, how you are planning to create this market making behind, you know, the, the real world assets? Of course. More than the technical parts, I, I want to add the fact that we are focusing a lot on the easiness to use the platform. In this way, uh, people that are not crypto savvy can, uh, you know, use the platform, buy the assets, own the assets without having to manage the complexity that normally the blockchain requires. So management of wallets if you don't want to, fees to pay, different cryptocurrencies, etc. So what we are trying uh, to accomplish here is to basically create a platform that is super easy for people that are not already into the crypto world to start using crypto assets in this case, tokenized assets with crypto technology, blockchain technology. So this is very important and will allow us to get a strong flow of liquidity for those assets that, uh, you know, normally you don't have. And in a market that is, we are still not in a bullish market, um, in a market that is like this, with these conditions, it's super important to reach people from outside the blockchain ecosystem and also the people that are already inside the blockchain ecosystem. So we are trying to make everything easy but safe. Uh, okay, so Patrick, maybe tell me a bit on how this tokenization process uh, looks like and uh, what is uh, the customer, the customer, the, the company that want to tokenize something is going to end, end up with? Yeah, so at the moment, I'd say it's a very like custom process. So we uh, take towards every customer but the, the goal is um, we want to standardize it as much as possible you know if we if we have for example tokenized real estate in Spain once we can use that as a template and tokenize real estate in Spain again very easily and standardize like these uh, blueprints so so that's that's kind of the goal where we're going towards that anyone can tokenize whatever they like on the platform but right now um, it's mostly you know you come to us with a project and then talk to us and then we figure out both the legalities but also the technical stuff um, on the way together with that Okay, would that be on the Cardano blockchain? Would the token be on Cardano? So we are pretty cross-chain, so we are like blockchain agnostic. We will most likely launch the majority of our tokens on Cardano simply because it's the best uh, solution, but we're open. Um, if there are customers that want to launch on a different chain, that's no problem for us. We will support multiple chains. And um, and in the end, like the, the end goal is that the user doesn't even have to know where the token is, is located, right? Because they just download the app, they automatically get a wallet, and they have to know nothing about the blockchain. The blockchain is just in the background. That's how we always operate. We put, try to put the technology in the background and just make it as easy as possible. And the place where there will be this exchange of token? So, so the, the place to exchange and buy the tokens will essentially be um, the, the platform itself. So that's going to be an app on, on smartphones, but then also um, a, a web platform, right? And then you will be able to basically log in with a regular Google account or something like that. And then you have a wallet associated with you and that wallet will have multiple blockchains connected to it. And then you can just trade directly there. But you can, of course, also say, okay, I want to move my tokens outside of this platform. If you're like crypto open and want to use, I don't know, OpenSea or some other place to trade your tokens. Um, so it's like a, it's like an easy entry point, I would say. It's like eToro, basically, just for tokenized assets. But then you can take 
the assets also outside and explore the whole like crypto ecosystem. It's your token, not like on eToro where you can look at tokens which are not belong to you. So it's very important true, for very us that we, go, that we go very decentralized. Um, that is what we all like. You know, it, it's, it's very tough to start decentralized. It's, it's impossible. But our journey will be, uh, the goal of our journey will be a complete decentralized platform where everybody can tokenize whatever he likes to do. It's, it's a little bit the old idea of the, or the, or the original idea of eBay. No, eBay was was founded from nerdy collectors to serve nerdy collectors, and uh, this is something where you know the collection, the collectors market only in Asia is, is three billion US dollar big. So it's just Asia, Asia. And if you look at collectors, some some people underestimate this. There are people who have really really big collections. You know, like cognac. You know, it's, 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 I know the biggest um, collector of cognac in Europe. And, you know, this is cognac from the 1600s. So why not have a share of it? Because this cognac will get more and more expensive just with the years. You can make a clock out of it. Every year it gets a little bit higher because you know exactly how many bottles are available of uh, cognac from the 16th century. It's not a lot, I can tell you. It's really, really rare. And every day this will get higher. So if I buy it today, I'm sure that in two years the bottle has much higher value. This is, you know, what 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 I'm have in my heart in this project. That everyone who has a little bit knowledge of something but is missing the, the liquidity for it, he can use or she can use our platform and buy shares of whatever collectibles she likes, he likes, and then you are part of this. You have your own part of a Formula One car. You own part of an old pirate rum, you know. You can really make stories around every collectible. And this is something I, I'm, I'm, you know, I like for sure. The biggest money is in real estate, no question. That's the biggest asset we have worldwide. And um, this is what we tackle first. And we have already a client. We don't like to talk about too much about this client um, as we, you know, like to secure everything before we go out with the name, but it's something really, really nice. Patrick is highly affiliated with this. And um, yeah, this is also very, I'm very excited about this project, which is uh, comes in, in, in connection with real estate. Well, we mentioned earlier about Dubai and definitely Dubai is the real estate the place. So I'm sure there are a lot of opportunities there. Now, what is the selection process in order to um, onboard an asset? How do you do your due diligence and let these assets to be tokenized on your platform? It's um, if you have real estate, you like to tokenize it, you will come to us and ask us, hey, I like to tokenize my real estate. Can you help me? And then we make an onboarding process, which is like Patrick say, standardized. So when we have the first real estate project in Spain, then we can do the second in Spain and we have already Client, we have a lot of clients in Spain as we have good connection to the real estate market there, especially also in the Balearic Islands. And the target later, the biggest problem is when you, Steffi, like to tokenize your 200,000 euro handbag, we need to secure where it is. We will start tokenizing a quite famous car, but this car is standing in a museum and the museum is also quite famous. And as the car can't leave the museum, we will make a contract that this car is not allowed to ever leave the museum 
you know, the, the, the exhibition there. You know, that's the big problem. How can we secure that Steffi's handbag is still there? How can we control the car is still there? This is the real world problems we have to tackle, but uh, we have solutions for it. It's people who will lock your handbag. It's uh, in Germany called notar or like a lawyer who is allowed to store your bag and then you can tokenize it. So you will get like a custody third party that is going to uh, make sure that the assets is in the condition they they told in order to be yes. tokenized because tokenization is all down to a specific value. And obviously, if I wear my handbags, they, <laughs> well, it might get vintage, but yeah. So I know there is a... Yeah, but imagine if you wear it, you know, that is the big thing. You know, a collector don't like to give it away because you like to wear it. Yeah. But... If you are, have in mind, okay, I give away this bag for two years and my money I get in, the margin is so high I can buy, buy a new handbag, then you probably give it away for two years. Yeah. And then you have to, you have to see. And there's also thoughts about how much you have to order of a certain real estate object, uh, of, a, of a certain collectible item that you can store it somewhere. You know, who is the owner, finally, of the real project, the real thing, the object, that's the, the word I'm missing. So this is something we, we are exploring with our partners in Switzerland. It's MME, it's a law, law firm, and uh, we are working there with Sebastian Hepp, and he will help us in this um, legal area. Great. Matteo, question for you. Will be there like a token yield uh, addition? So, you know, I tokenize my handbag and uh, somebody buy a share of it and then they can, uh, you know, put it in a pool and perhaps uh, earn some money. There will be definitely this kind of protocols uh, that we will fully support. It's natural that when you start tokenizing the assets and you start making them liquid, like, you know, our ex already existing tokens in crypto, you can start creating pools that give yield or uh, use them as collateral or leverage them. So you can do a lot of things. And as long as you're probably, pro properly, uh, I say KYC, so you're probably identified when you, you know, on-ramp on and off-ramp, you can definitely leverage the whole uh, spectrum of the five services that you can imagine. And as, you know, you get your object, like, like a real estate, which is big, not easy to sell, etc., and you make it, fully liquid and you can have a secondary market, you can have lending, you can have pools that, uh, you know, are made of different kind of these tokens and give a yield, etc, etc. So it's definitely like a enrichment of what you can do already with DeFi, but it will be better because these tokens have a value in the real world, so they don't fluctuate as much as standard cryptos, which is super yeah. important for different kinds of financial operations that people and also institutions want to do. I'm, I'm so glad that you brought up this point because when it, we talk about collateral, right, then you can have a beautiful Picasso painting and it's not that that can be accepted everywhere, but if you can actually tokenize it, you might be able to have a collateral that is even more stable than Bitcoin perhaps and uh, you are able to participate in all sorts of different innovative transactions and, fi um, you know, in finance trade, which... Uh, 
It's very interesting. Is that what you are trying kind of to do? To like tokenize real world assets to use them as collateral for like DeFi? Let me just jump in here with uh, Picasso. You know, there is a big company called Signum Bank. They just did it, I think, one year or 15 months. The Signum Bank uh, tokenized uh, Picasso. And one and a half year later, they uh, they sold it. I think so. This is around, and they make seven every every token owner made seventy percent plus. So this is what I get uh, as a customer from the Signal Bank. This is what they informed me, and uh, I was too stupid to um, to join this. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, not a real DeFi guy or you know trader. I love the the the, the idea of bringing such uh, things live yeah no i just i just think it's definitely something very interesting that is happening with the finance now patrick uh it's so interesting to see that like a couple of years ago was all about nfts and you know your platform was one of the top platform to for creators right to do nft and now i go on the website i was just doing some research and i see assets tokenization and it, you know it, it is you can really see the change that you are making and t- tell me a bit what's the trajectory that you are trying trying to go on and what and maker is planning to be especially being involved in a project like that that's a very good question um i so in general you know the the funny thing is most people don't really realize when they look at it from the outside but nfts and tokenization it's all the same thing <laughs> so <laughs> technically it's all the same um it's just a different buzzword for for investors basically um because investors like having new words every couple of years so a few years ago it was just uh, like icos then it was idos then it was nfts and so on so it's like all the same in the end technically speaking so as endmaker we've always said from the beginning this collectible hype um this like profile picture stuff that we see all these ape profile pictures that's not sustainable in the long term and we need to have nfts and tokens that have a real utility in the real world uh, to be sustainable long term and bring people into crypto so i think the real world asset tokenization aspect is just the next logical step for that and and the difficulty is not the technical stuff the difficulty is the legal stuff we we need yeah. partners like imx to to be able to facilitate it and and that's why we that's why we started with finest um that doesn't mean that you know endmaker is close to anyone else doing real world asset tokenization anyone can use endmaker to do that but we think with finest we can build a platform that is like so good at what we do that we can like bring in all the all the other projects because they know okay there's reliable partners here that can actually like um, do this stuff in a compliant and and good manner and onboard people through good user experience as well because you Steffi as a user in the future you like to have legit a legit platform and that was for me why finest is can be one of the best biggest players in tokenization i think the key comes because it's such a new space the key is the players in our project that we have patrick and team matteo and team and tim heidfeld and his team you know my partner tim is the leading guy making the uh, legal checks uh, checking compliance uh, within our network and this is something you know where i see you know i always have now an ongoing uh, joke with patrick so that a boomer uh, works with a youngster you know one of the young guns that's something special and that brings 
um, some new spirit which comes from Patrick. I, you know, I polarize a little bit. Matteo is, I think, a little bit, just a little bit younger than me. But, you know, that brings a really great spice into a project that me and my team, a little bit older than Patrick and his team, bring super nice views together. The old view of how was it made in the past, what was already success, what companies we are looking at since already three years. And uh, then Patrick comes with new idea, new approaches. And this is, I think, the clue. And with Matteo and his partner, Ruhl, we have uh, professional people from DeFi. So this is something I think the team is really perfect to make a big blast with this project. I think it will be something when we start the marketing, show people who is behind us, then I think we can really move something ahead, which will be, which can be bigger than the single projects we are working on. Definitely it's all down to people. If you have people that can deliver, then definitely there is something there. I think most of the time you have got maybe an interesting tech, but the people, they are not the one that can deliver and then nothing gets done. So I think here we have got a very cool team that I've known for quite some time. I mean, Matteo, you are just the, the new one for me to know, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, both team and Patrick, they, they are kind of even even though maybe Patrick is younger, they're kind of veteran in the crypto space. So anyway, tell me a bit about the timeline, where you are with Phoenix Investment, uh, when you are going to be launching, uh, how the launch is going to look like, when the first customer is going to come. Uh, I understand there is already a real estate potential clients, uh, car potentials. Yeah. Yeah, I think Patrick or Matteo can go for the for the roadmap because Patrick, I think, has something already uh, in his mind, and we will start with the marketing next week. So he is probably the best idea. But I like to jump back to what you see the possibilities. Look at OpenSea, how much turnover they make, how much value is traded there. These are just colorful pictures. Okay, there is no Picasso, there is no real estate, there is no Mercedes Galving. There is no Rolex watch. There is a little bit of creativity, you see. But the real world assets, this, you know, it's 100x OpenSea or even more, 1000x. And this is what, you know, I am have in my mind looking at collectors, how much money they spend for watches. If I, if I go to these uh, trade shows for old watches, you know, and that's just one trade show and there is millions are spent on one weekend. So if I look at it, that I can trade my the watch I always looked for and never have will have the money for it, but I can perhaps buy a share. This is something where I think it's really big. It's much bigger than OpenSea ever, ever can be, you know. So sorry for interrupting, but this is the big vision that I always carry around with me. So Patrick, the timeline, it's something, uh, it's a nice question for you. It's a difficult question. The timeline is always the thing that, that we don't like to talk about. <laughs> so, so our plan is actually to get something, at least a date out this year. I can't tell you much more than that yet, but soon. The when question, huh? The when question always. So what I can tell, what we can tell everybody is, uh, Matteo and Raul, they are building full speed, I think. I, I, I see there's uh, the question come back from the team. It's really nice, you know, that we see inside the teams, very small bottle, bottlenecks will directly open. And we, so I think we will make quite a big announcement this year already of 
what we are tokenizing this year, I think the platform for the for your handbag will be not ready this year. That will take a little bit, perhaps Q1, Q2, because the legal and the network where we lock things has to be established worldwide. And in the approach, what I talked with my partner about it is that we go Germany, region per region, where to lock a handbag. Then we take the next country, where to lock the handbags, where to lock cars, where to lock this and this. In Germany, this is quite easy. In Switzerland for us, as we are living there, we know what to do, where to store such things. But for example, Italy, Spain, and all these countries where we have also collector and later Asia, there we have to look for the right network partners. And this is, I think, it's a big challenge for the institutional investors, including real estate. I think we have the solution running. Not, it's not, will not take too long. Okay. Well, it sounds uh, quite promising, actually. I was expecting it's a race. A it's long always a race. Line, but I know that, you know, team, you build fast and, uh, you know, there is also a lot of passion and, uh, you know, which is very important and commitment behind all of you. And that's how you, you get things done. Brilliant. So just to close up, what should people expect? Just tell us, you know, you to all the timeline, is there anything else that people should watch for or anything they can do to kind of support the project? You know, this is a project that would be in the interest of many people, collectors, but, you know, is there anything that people can do to kind of help this project? In our deck, we are looking for investors. At the last page, we um, say a little, perhaps you can post also this link where this uh, handout is in. And we like to have um, like a starting fund where we can uh, build faster with but also if we're not getting funded we will finalize this project and it has so much potential and uh, yes people should look in our socials which will be promoted um, very soon and just follow us follow our ideas follow the possibilities we will offer in the near future we will not have a token now because there is no really a need for our for a token on finance now um, but we will have possibilities to be part of this journey especially if you onboard as a client or something and the first clients you know perhaps we have an og program or something so it's always good to follow us quite early okay fantastic well everybody interested i think you should follow finance investment and uh, you have got already an handle on twitter so you know, already kind of uh, most of the things are set up and we will wait for uh, more information next week. Thank you so much, Guy, for coming on the show and thank you, team, for bringing Patrick and Matteo on. Thank you, Steffi. It was a pleasure. Yeah, Steffi, you know, if you, if you meet Matteo, Matteo is also, you know, his great project Fluid Tokens, which is uh, very nice to hear more about it. So I can just um, meet him again. He's a great guy, building fast, building good, and his partner is really a nice guy too. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you.